Episode, what episode is this? 247. Shit. Episode 247, Serious Rap Shit Podcast. I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. Yeah, we about to get it on and pop it. What's going on, Josh? Ain't shit, brother. Ain't shit. Um, uh, I got to see Little Sims last week Ooh, in New York. The great Little Sims. How was she? Yes. A fucking amazing, bro. I know she's ill on stage. Dude, so much energy, like, and she kept, like, she would cut the lights between, like, each song. Mm-hmm. Like, she would do a song and then kind of, like, cut the lights. Yeah. And then, like, every once in a while when she would come back, she'd be like, New York, hello. <laughs> and, like, keep doing, so then, like, the audience just started doing it. Every time they cut the lights, the audience started doing hello. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that. It, it was so, dude, it was so amazing. I almost didn't go, like, um, purely out of, like anxiety and like mm. that kind of shit of just being like yo i gotta drive to new york for this show blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah. and like now i love new york so it's not it wasn't like oh i don't like it was just like oh man i gotta drive up there blah, blah, blah. yeah so um but i made myself go and i'm so fucking happy dude they gave out like uh jamaican beef patties when everybody was leaving oh, like they shit. just had like what? a food truck outside they were like yo beef patties <laughs> is beef like patties on us da, 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 da. yeah i was like holy shit every hip-hop show should end with that like, <laughs> the, the nationality or ethnicity of the performer they should yeah, have, get free food they afterwards. should get they should get their like native food when mm-hmm. we leave out of the show that'd be perfect yeah um no i, I it was an amazing show she put on like she was so dope um she said apparently because uh, she was first to tour last year yeah. uh, tour america last year um and apparently she was like i was having like really bad like anxiety and depression oh wow and she said the last album no thank you came from that mm-hmm. like that came from her like anxiety and depression and um and I was like, I was supposed to interview her last year mm-hmm. um, and that. see her perform here in Philly. Um, and that show got canceled. And like, she was like, I'm sorry I had to cancel on you guys, but I wanted to make sure I came. And she's supposed to come back next year to Philly. And if she does, I'll be there. Yeah. Um, but she's she was awesome. Like, so much energy and like, felt like, just like, felt great. The, the whole place, too. Like, it's one, she's one of those artists um, that, you sometimes go like, am I the only person who likes this person? Because she isn't, she isn't from here. So like, yeah, maybe like she's like, you know, they play her music more. She's more common to listen to over in, in London or whatever. Yeah. But here, like, and, and also like she, so one of her, um, one of the, one of her opening acts was, is actually her tour DJ. Oh, and, shit. He was like, yo, 10 years ago, I, uh, I emailed this artist, and they, I was like, yo, you should rap over my music. And mm. he was like, I sent them music for like a year with the same message. Oh, and shit. then um, Sims eventually got back to me and was like, yo, I fuck with you, and I want to rap over some of your shit. She yeah. was, and he was like, so 
you know, he's like, yo, she's taking me around the world. Like, mm-hmm. he was like, so simple on plane, shoot your shot, man. Like, take a chance. Yeah. He's like, because you never know where it's going to end up. He was like, I'm in New York now. I'm from fucking London. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, that's so real. Um, I tell uh, younger people this all the time. I don't give a fuck about, like, I feel nothing about, hey, can I do this? Or, hey, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. And if ever the, the time, the rare times when I have felt the way, I get over that shit. You know what yeah. I mean? And I shoot for shit. And, and don't mind following up. Because my man, he shot his shot with Sims. But then also he kept, he didn't hear the response back. Yes. He kept, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, trying to get at it. And trying to, you know... um put something together that he knew would would work you know what i mean he knew it was gonna Absolutely. be beautiful so yeah that's a dope fucking message i man i i resonate with that shit because i don't give a fuck like I'll, I'll send you an email in a heartbeat hey uh bring me on let me do this dude i i've really have come over the last few years with the idea of like yo closed mouths don't get fed mm-hmm so you better put your hand up to do it because ain't nobody else. So no one is going to put their hand up for you. You know what yeah. I mean? So you got to keep doing that shit. You got to go for what you want. Um, I remember another motherfucker put their hand up. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Somebody else would. Somebody else is going to put their hand up to be like, I'll do it. You might as well be the one to shoot your shot and, and take a chance, man. Like, the worst thing that you're going to hear is no. And no is nothing because you'll hear oh, a million shit. of them. Yeah, like I do. I have just got a just got a pitch turned down. Just got one turned down. Literally got an email before we got on about a pitch getting turned Mm -hmm. down. I'm gonna send another pitch and send this pitch to somebody else to see if they want it. I love no because it helped me know where we stand. Yeah, exactly, man. You know, exactly. I think it's really important to um, remember that, like. We are, you're only going to be as, like, stable as as you're going. Like, you're going to have to just keep doing shit. And mm-hmm. nothing, like, you, wanting to be an artist is wanting to be um, on shaky ground. All the time, artists are on shaky ground. Like, you Absolutely. know what I mean? Because you're only, you as an artist, you're only as good as the next thing you're doing. So, mm-hmm. like... Just keep fucking doing shit. Yeah. Because something will hit. And also one thing I really believe in, um, and I think I think you're you're a big believer in this as well, is like do your shit. Uh-huh. Don't try to do shit for somebody else. Make right. the dopest thing you can make and let other people worry about if they like it or not. Don't worry about right. trying to please people or create something that you think is going to hit with everybody. Create something you think is dope or you believe in. Uh-huh. And cultivate the motherfuckers that like it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, be, be connected with the people who say, oh, man, I like that. That's dope. I feel that. Yeah. Be, you know, be have your attention there. Don't worry about being in a room that they don't want you in. Be in the rooms yeah. where you're wanted and where you're valued. That's like, for real shit no one i'm not worried about being you know i'm not worried about doing something because i think it's it could win me an award or do some shit like i'm i'm making something because i I think it's a dope story that should be told yeah 
Yeah. Like, I, I, I really believe that. Even Like, even Sims said it while she was performing. She was like, listen, I'm, she was like, I'm from fucking North London. Like, I'm not supposed to be here. Uh, you know what I mean? She was like, one other thing she said, which I think is is important, um, is like, she was like, you know, everybody here, you're, you're looking at greatness. She was like, it took me a while to like, to say that about myself uh-huh. and say that I'm great. And you guys are great because you're here. We're sharing in this great moment. She was like, don't be afraid of your own greatness. You know what I mean? Be proud of it. That don't mean we gotta we gotta hit niggas with the the motivational podcast. I'm telling like, you, bro. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta hit niggas with the uh, with the self help podcast. You know, like my biggest thing, bro, is like I, I really believe in just doing what you think is dope, and like just keep working on your shit. And yeah, you know, it's not about because I, I I'm I swear, like I I was talking to a friend of mine and and um we were talking about the idea of billionaires being um, uh, evil across the board. Like you can't be a good billionaire because, you know, yeah. we're talking about the ideas of that. And, and she mentioned, the, she was like, well, if someone gave you a billion dollars. You wouldn't. And I was like, I'd give most of it. I want a billion dollars for it. Yeah. How? I, 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 I can't. Yeah. I couldn't that. walk down the street. Like I dude, every corner around near where I live at, there's somebody out like, trying to get money in, you know, trying, like, I don't want to say begging for money because I don't want to, like, but they're out there asking for money, asking yeah. for help. Because this place is fucked up it. and our world is a shitty place. Um, and uh, I, how could I, a billion dollars, drive past and look at somebody like that when I know, like, I'm taken care of a billion times over because I got a billion dollars in the bank. And you. And no, spend it. I couldn't. I couldn't do that. So, like for me, I, and I remember saying to her, like, "Yo, like I would give my people's money, like everybody I know, I would give money, and then the rest of the money I directly hand to people that I knew I was doing a good deal. Like I'm giving this person directly money. I'm not throwing it at fucking like yeah. organizations that are like skim from the top and none of that shit. Directly give people money. And uh, I just was thinking, like, I, I, like my thing is like if. If you're doing this shit for that, like you're doing this because I want to be a billionaire, then you're not doing it for the right reasons. You might, you probably need No, like, and that's the thing. It's like, that's never, like, you can't chase that shit, man. Just chase doing dope shit. That's all I want to do. I want to make dope shit. I've been saying that shit for a long time, man. I just want to make dope shit with my friends. Simple and plain. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way. You know, but yeah, I, I, listen, if Sims is in your area, go see her. You'll feel motivated. Like, I walked out of that motherfucker motivated and, like, feeling dope. Mm-hmm. The vibe in the whole place was dope. Because, like, you're surrounded. Energy yeah, crazy. surrounded by everybody. Especially because, like, you know, I, I know, like, a bunch of us who know. Like, we listen to Sims and we think she's dope. Um, yeah. Player on my radio yeah, show Yeah, she's, like, you know, she's great. And we know her. But, like, to be in a place where, like, I don't know, like, a few hundred people knew her and like we're singing her lyrics aloud was like a really cool experience as somebody because she's my literally my favorite rapper like she's my favorite rapper has been my favorite rapper since i first heard gray area so that's a good yeah like she did a bunch of stuff off of that she did stuff obviously off the new stuff the only thing she didn't do anything from was the the ep the drop six ep from 2001 
Uh, um, <clears throat> but everything else she did, um, and or maybe that was 2020. But um, yeah, that was 2020. Um, but yeah, she she did shit from like every record, and it was like, hey, I want to do something for my first record, Gray Area. Oh, not first record, but like I want to do something for my record, Gray Area. Like, is that cool with y'all? And everybody's like, yes. And like she went into 101 FM. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, if y'all exactly. Know she went to like 101 <laughs> FM. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, like that shit is mm. like amazing. So like, I, I'm really happy. Yeah. I'm also really happy for her because like um, this new record, uh, the um, the Sim Sima, who got the keys to my blood clot, Bima, that record is like being mm-hmm. used in commercials and shit like that. So like, it's like this big thing. And I'm really happy as somebody who's watched her career go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's a fun thing to see an artist uh, grow musically, but also, you know, you get like a little, a yeah, little paper, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Get like a look of shit. I like that shit. I don't be feeling like, oh, man, this artist that I love, now they, they blowing up. Yo, I'm glad. Up. I want to see saying? people I'm, I know, like, people I'm a fan of get popular. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like fucking Shay Serrano and uh, Jason Concepcion are in GQ this month. Like... That's like oh, oh, I, like I've been a fan of these people as like writers and creators for a while now, and so watching them, yeah, yeah and watching them get big, like you know what I mean. I still think I think that uh, I said that John to you that um, Jason Concepcion John the um, NBA desktop the '90s NBA desktop video. Ooh, I was like, yeah. I still think that's one of the funniest things I've watched in like, you know what I mean, the last ten years. They're like, they're both of those dudes are mm. geniuses, and like to watch them like getting their success with uh, Primo and like in 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 the GQ magazine, like that's awesome to me. I love seeing that shit, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shout out to the home, like one of our homies just released his new book. Shout out to uh, Raj. With his new book, uh, this book is banned. Like, or yeah, this book is banned. Like, yeah, man, like, amazing yeah. shit, man. Um, I, yeah, Roger's yeah. fucking ill, yo. Like, I, <laughs> I always tell this story. Um, when we lived out southwest, uh, I was home, and just like sitting, I had like my studio monitors. Just, I was like facing the studio monitors. And I was listening to Plateau Vision, uh, Raj's uh, album, and Liz walked in the crib, and I'm just like in between the speakers, just like staring off and listening. And she's like, uh, she's like, hey babe, she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm listening. Raj is a genius. <laughs> it's like, it was, it was something. Yeah, it just like uh is he like pulled me in, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Uh Raj is brilliant and to see um him pivot into uh like the mm-hmm. book space in the way that he has has been cool cuz it's you know it's it's ill to see someone uh be really great at one thing and then say, "Oh yeah, I can do this yeah. other thing too." You know what I mean? Like, I I'd respect yeah, that what, shit. One of my favorite things and like it's a compliment like he's paid to me and you before is like he he always says like he's like yo man like I couldn't do what you guys do just like get on the mic and start talking and blah 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 and I'm just like yeah. I'm always amazed it's like yo dude like you make 
beautiful music. What do you mean you couldn't turn a mic on and talk and be interesting for if, you know, people think we're interesting, whatever. Um, <laughs> yes. Some people do. Uh, yeah. No, but like the <laughs> idea that like something we did is uh, it, it's one of those things where, you know, let lush life as the rapper that's uh roger's name um it, it's something dope when like you know as an artist like somebody you really respect because i loved roger's music before i ever knew him like as a person and for him to then like dig something you do is always so cool and it's always like it feels so good to like for have somebody like uh recognize that in you you know what i mean and and, and yeah. like you said like watching raj like being able to like see the process too because we you know we were talking to him when his first book like we were literally sitting there with him when the first book launched and like yeah. watching how like how life-changing that was for him and um having him tell us again tying back to what we said earlier about the the like the doing your own thing not giving up like straight telling us like the first book was turned down like 20 times Oof. and you know it only took the one yes for you know changed his whole life he's a new york times best-selling author you know what i mean because you know somebody saw the the worth in the vision and so that's and it I was just gonna say it goes back to uh, what you were saying about uh, shooting your shot. You know, if if it takes twenty no's and you give up at nineteen, yeah. then what? You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, just like shoot and be consistent. Um, the world is no. not a meritocracy, and the world is not fair. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you can you can uh, maybe improve your chances. This is a little bit more, you know what I mean, with consistency and, and persistence. So you can't, you have no chance, zero chance, if you don't try. So just fucking shoot your shot and try. You have literally zero chance if you don't. Like, you might get a no, or you might yeah. get a bunch of no's, but just the, just trying. Yeah. You can look at yourself, I like, my whole thing is, man, I don't ever want to be, I don't want to be 80 years old looking back on my life thinking like damn i should have took this chance or i should have took that chance or you know what if i didn't go out what if i yeah. didn't believe in myself what if i believed in myself what if i didn't doubt myself what if i believed i really could do these things that's how i want to live my life man i want to see other folks live their life that way too like take y'all chances man for real um i think we can yeah. get into our topic this week um i thought this was interesting um I wanted to get your opinion on this. I don't know if you saw it. Um, Juicy J the other day said, um, posted a video and he was talking about um, rap being down like 40% uh, year over year as far as like sales and, and uh, music goes. I'm not exactly quite sure where he got that like percentage or that number. People have been saying that for, you know, a, yeah. like a, at least a month. Um, probably and longer. I know like, Hip hop did not get like rap didn't get a number one single until in the Billboard top one hundred or two hundred or whatever it is until like July and then like they didn't have a number one album until like later in July with um, Uzi. Um, Lotto had the first single that was uh, um, a number one, but 
I I just look at it and go, first of all, pop music is at like a complete renaissance over the last few years. Um, pop music has like it's been probably the best. Also, like what we're considering. I mean, like when we were growing up, somebody like Doja Cat would probably be considered way more like pop music. But like the blend of what is pop and what is like rap now is all over the place. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's also like just judging from like looking at sales and judging uh, the impact of hip hop, I think would be extremely um, short sighted. Um. Because, like, let's be real, like, a lot of, like, the K-pop stuff and all that is rips on, like, hip-hop persona and hip-hop culture. Mm -hmm. Um, Somebody like Doja Cat does come from hip-hop culture. So, like, whether they consider her a pop star or a rapper or whatever, she does, you know, make that kind of music. Like prevailing culture is still supremely dominated by hip-hop yeah and it you know i see um older people kind of uh weaponizing this uh statistic about oh 40 percent sales down or you know no number one uh uh songs on billboard i see older people weaponizing this as uh Mm -hmm really like a gotcha to say that young people are making bad music okay that's why nobody's buying it but a lot of these very same young people or or same older people if you ask them oh you know um do sales make a thing good they'll say no of course not there's plenty there's plenty of great music that doesn't sell there's plenty of bad music that sells a lot so i'm confused about um how these statistics are being applied and and what they're actually telling us about the creative health of hip-hop music you know what i'm saying so because if logically if we understand that bad music sometimes historically has sold a lot and good music sometimes doesn't sell at all what are we really saying by saying that uh sales are down for rap music you know what i mean i would argue that rap music is uh more decentralized mm-hmm. than it's ever been there uh drake is probably yeah. the biggest rapper in the world yeah just tied just tied michael jackson for like number ones if what we're seeing in these trends is is less about the creative health of the music as some people have tried to make it and more about how drastically decentralized music mm-hmm. rap music fandom is you know what i'm saying rap music don't have a taylor swift no you know what i'm saying rap music doesn't have a beyonce as much as beyonce and taylor as pop stars play in hip-hop music yeah, they're adjacent we don't have a yeah. Yeah, we don't have a comparable rapper. You know what I'm saying? So I've you know, young people now have damn near infinite variety. Yes, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So maybe we what we're seeing as opposed to 
you know, rap music as a whole being on a decline, maybe what we're seeing uh, as far as these numbers is the result of dramatic decentralization in taste. Yes. You know, you have, uh, if you look at Twitter, like if you look at my Twitter, you would think that Billy Woods, Armin Hammer, uh, Billy Woods and Elucid, uh, Armin Hammer are like the biggest yeah. rap group in the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what everybody on my timeline talks about. When they drop a record, everything yes. stops. When Nas drops a record, you know, everything stops on my timeline. Everybody talks about Nas. Everybody talks about Arm & Hammer. But I'm assuming that, you know, certain people, when Polo G drops a record, they timeline mm -hmm. go crazy. or you know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Or like when 21 drop a record, Gunna, they timeline go crazy. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all G spread Herbo. out like crazy. Yeah, like, dude, like when my yeah. daughter's excited about a record, like she'll tell me like, oh, you know, so-and-so is dropping a record tonight. And it's like, yeah, like G Herbo's new record's coming tonight. It's like, yeah, her and my son and that like that age group, directly is i'd never hear about yeah I would never hear <laughs> like about. yeah when g herbo's new record comes you know, what I'm saying? you know i'm not necessarily uh aware until like i see but i because of like um because of my connections to like uh uh to like coaching younger kids and stuff like that and like mentoring that kind of stuff i still see like hey listen rod wave is fucking huge the like the young folks love rod wave yeah. I couldn't tell you the name of his last record. Like, but it's because, you know, we're also there isn't the um now it's like you go to the home screen and see what the new record is that was released. Or uh -huh. you know I it's not like I go to the record store and go like, Oh, what's the new releases this week? And we and we run down the yeah. new releases. There's a every, and that's another thing, is like every week there's a hundred releases. Like <laughs> like I, I we can't. We literally couldn't keep up with all the records. If we talked about, we could do a podcast solely based on new records each week. If we wanted to do that, uh -huh. that's what I do on NPR. Yeah, every week. And and if we cover five records uh, a week on the show, and then you know every so so the structure is like. We'll cover like four to five records mm -hmm. in the main body of the show. And then every correspondent, which is usually like four of us plus the host. So that's another five records. We'll do like a short lightning round pick. Mm -hmm. So that's 10 records every week. NPR's done that every week for years. And we whittle that list down from like 40. Yeah, absolutely. For, for each week. You know what I'm saying? And that 40 comes from amongst the thousands of records that yep. come, actually come out every week. Yeah. So yeah, we're like inundated with music. Yeah, so there's and like you said, it's so decentralized at this point like, you know I, you know there's shit that me and you listen to that like may only get a few thousands listens but that doesn't mean that it's not like remarkable music. 
or yeah. like that everybody shouldn't be listening to it. There's just so much. There's only so much time in the day for so many records and so much music, man. Yeah, that's my problem with this gotcha that sales are down. Therefore, new music, new rap music mm-hmm. is bad. That shit is deeply hypocritical. Oh yeah, because we can't say, oh, the mainstream pushes. XYZ and you know they cook the books and they do XYZ in order to get shitty music to sell and 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 audiences people always you know put it back on the listener audiences don't have good taste mm-hmm. so they buy shitty music it can't be that shitty music sells but also when music doesn't sell it's because it's also shit yes exactly you know what i'm saying like it it can't be both logically it can't be you know what i'm saying so you know, I don't know why uh, sales are down with rap music. Also, you know, we may be seeing a trend in which rap music isn't the dominant commercial force that it was. No. That is an issue that uh, is somewhat separate from the creative health of the music yes yeah yeah just because you know it's no longer dominating the charts don't mean that it's bad creatively do i think that a lot of the shit uh coming out is kind of lazy it feels like it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying It, it feels like people are um a little afraid to take chances uh but that's that's always the case you know what i'm saying i don't look at you know, the 80s or the 90s, certainly not the 90s, with like rose-colored glasses and think that everything was super creative and everything that was good. There was a reason why niggas used to diss whack MCs all the time (laughs) back in the day in their songs because it was a fucking bunch of them. absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think that a lot of this is revisionist and I think that a lot of it is a gotcha to kind of make young people feel bad about the music that they're making. You know what I'm saying? Which you, my age, our age, you know what I'm saying? This shit ain't supposed to hit for you. When young people start saying that, I'll be like, okay, maybe something's wrong. Yeah. But a bunch of older niggas being like, oh, the music ain't hitting. Of course, nigga, that's that's been the story since the beginning of time. You grow up and now no more, no new music don't sound good to you no more. Yeah. That's the fucking circle of life. Yeah. I don't take that as an empirical analysis of the state of things. No, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm really disconnected from like young new artists. I'm not fucking young, dude. Like I'm not a 20 year old. I'm not even 30s no more, man. Like, you know, I, I, I don't travel in like what 20 year olds are listening to. So like, why would I know like... I'm not meant to know like what the newest thing is. The newest thing wouldn't be the newest thing if I knew about it. <laughs> right. The new hip <laughs> shit is not what the 42-year-old is listening to, dog. It's just not. So like you can observe, yes, but if you yeah, it, oh, I heard that. But yeah, you're not the you're not the audience. No, it's not made for, for me, that. man. Like the new hip <laughs> shit is just not it's not made for me. So like it's going to have its audience like the younger people it, like you said, there's definitely something to be said about 
the idea that hip hop isn't the major culture driver anymore. Not like the 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 lead musical sensation anymore. And maybe it's not. Like maybe yeah. it's like had its time at top. It's been at the top for a very long time. That don't make it bad. No. Um it also doesn't change the fact that like you know, we're the target audience for like advertising. So like our gener- like hip hop is not going to disappear from the culture, like or the overall culture. It's still going to be very dominant specifically for people like us who involve their like our lives revolves around hip hop. So like yeah. hip hop's never going to as a culture isn't determined by record sales. It never has been. Like if that was yeah. the if that was if record sales were what made hip hop what it is, then it would like during the 80s, bro, the late 70s, early 80s, man, there were no record sales to drive the culture. So if if record sales and like popularity are what's important and what drives the culture, then like it was ne- hip hop was never that enough to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. What are we What are we talking about? You know, if it, you know, if you take the Herc origin story, you know, August nineteen seventy three as the starting point, we didn't get a rap record until nineteen seventy nine. You know what I'm saying? That's six years without without a rap record, period, existing. I think that rap music fans, certainly folks in our age group, grew up with this kind of like um, entangled uh, relationship between hip-hop as a culture and the rap music industry. And they see the two of them as one and the same when really they're not. You know what I'm saying? They're deeply related, but they're not the same thing. And, you know, it's it's shocking to me that a, a demographic, older rap fans that beat the drum about the culture so much are so worried about what's happening with the industry. Yeah. Records not selling. That Headlines like that don't move me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like, yeah exactly. Okay, you know, the, it's cool to see young kids be able to like sell records and make it out the hood and all of that shit. But the culture of this thing, motherfuckers is still dancing. Motherfuckers is still rapping and making beats and writing on walls and shit. They do it a little differently than niggas did it in the seventies and eighties and nineties. But I see young people having fun with this shit as they always have. It don't necessarily need to be a multi-billion dollar industry. I don't, I don't, you know, that shit's cool for, you know, people trying to get a check, whatever, God bless you. But I don't think that the billboard charts and record sales dictate the creative health of a a musical genre or a culture. It just, you know, it's, it's, it wasn't designed to, it was never designed to hip hop is the antithesis of that like it, it 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 always needs to be the antithesis of that yeah you know what i mean the culture cannot be defined by popularity because then w- w- if that's the truth in the culture then then the culture didn't mean anything to begin with because it didn't grow because of popularity like that was or or the idea of like you know fucking trying to be the most popular thing they it was its subculture it, it should be that like it, it not that it should remain as a subculture but that it shouldn't be 
you know it's like the idea that like punk needs to be like be popular you need to be popular in punk that that it beats the idea of punk like you know what i mean the whole idea is to no it was not made to be like oh we need to be the the division of everybody it's cool that it, it has become that but that's not what it needs to be to be considered successful as a as an art as an artistic culture um, I think we can uh, move to new music this week. Did you listen to anything new? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been rocking with Apollo Brown and Planet Asia's new album, Sardines. Uh, Sardines is the follow-up to the record that they put out a few years ago, uh, Anchovies, which was like absolutely mm. bananas. And yeah, this this record... Apollo Brown is is one of the illest on the beats, you know what I'm saying? You know, Detroit, I, right? Yeah, yeah, right yeah. out of Detroit. You know, uh, I have a soft spot for producers who you know really dig in and, and fuck with them samples. And Planet Asia, real shit, dog. And it's a short list. You know, Planet Asia is really like one of my favorites right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? His shit is so slick and detailed. Um, he has energy, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, uh, I think that a lot of, uh, cats get caught up in like, uh, the wordplay, uh, mm-hmm. but they forget like that this shit is about having like energy style. and like a, a style. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Style. And like a presence behind you. He is not that, you know what I'm saying? He's somebody who's a ill writer that also, has all of that energy and, and spirit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, on the mic. So yeah, this this record uh is a fucking killer. You know what I mean? And the two of them uh have a real dope chemistry. You know what I'm saying? They they showed that on the last record. You know, it was mm-hmm. it was a record uh talking about uh anchovies a few years ago. I wasn't really checking for it. I was it's like, oh okay. They're both dope. They dropped the album. I played it and it blew me away. This new one, uh, even though there's a few years uh, separating the two, this new one is like, they're like sharper on this one. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah, this this shit, uh, Apollo Brown and Planet Asia, uh, Sardines, highly recommended. Like I, I absolutely love this album. And streaming everywhere? Everywhere. Yeah, one of the one of the songs from that album actually popped up the other day in like a, you know like I was listening to somebody and like they popped up on a playlist type thing and it was crazy dude. Yeah. So Planet A should be kicking that shit, yo. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's sharp as a sword. So like yeah, yeah, he, yeah he's nice and and of course pa- Apollo Brown is, is nasty on the beat. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna check the joint out. Yeah. Um, definitely. Uh, I checked out. Um, I love you still. Um, by S West. It's the full album. Um, mm-hmm. I actually talked about it a little a uh, couple of months ago when he would drop this single, but the album officially came out um, actually today on uh, Wednesday. What is today? The 18th? Yeah. Um, the album officially dropped today. Um, it actually has uh, a couple songs on it because I actually had like a, a, a an advanced copy that wasn't finished yet. And mm-hmm. there's actually like two new songs that are actually on the record that weren't on the version I had. Um, he makes what like he's described as super like hyper emotional gangster music. Mm. Um, a lot of the record is about, you know, a lot of it is the idea of like, um, somebody that you, uh, 
I love still type thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like all the bullshit. I still love you. But yeah. like, you know, maybe it's not good that we're talking. You know what I mean? But there's some really dope tracks on there like 90s Baby, um, Do Not Disturb with uh, Yaz Leon, uh, or D&D uh, with Yaz Leon. Um, it's a such a great record. Um, the first single, Damn, and uh, the the new uh, single, Sour, has been getting a lot of burn. Um, and, and folks have really been fucking with it. So, yeah, I think folks should fuck with that. S-West, I love you still. Um, super, like, vibey, like, dope album. You know what I mean? Really, like, you know, like, fun fuckboyish vibes at times. <laughs> um but really dope. I, I, you know, shout out to S, good folks. Um, been fucking with him for a long time. We have yeah, the interview with, Hill. yeah, we had the interview with him. Um, uh, all the production was done for this record in house between L's and uh, S. So, um, for Poor House. So shout out to them, and, and um, we have the interview with him up on our YouTube channel. So, go check that shit out. Um, our uh, Vivo channel. Um, but yeah, um, uh, sardines, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, because in my head is like anchovies now, and I'm like, wait, it's, yeah. it's not anchovies. Anchovies, the old one, sardines, the, old the new record, one. Yeah. Yeah. Sardines is the new one from uh, Planet Asia and Apollo Brown and S West. I love you still um, by um, S. Well, yeah, S West. I love you still. Um, besides that, uh, yo, you could check out. I have a new podcast, uh, my Fraser podcast that I've been working on for a couple years with the amazing and talented uh, Jordan Calling. Um, so dope. Yes, uh, we are recapping uh, the Frasier, the original series, um, now just in time for the new series that just dropped, which is actually pretty good. I watched the first two episodes. Um, but uh, yes, the Views from Novosa, uh, you can look it up. You could search my name, it should come up, but uh, also just you can search Views from Novosa. Um, uh, and it'll be up. We have a new record, a new episode coming out this week. First episode's up. Um, new episode coming soon. Um, you can find us there. You can find us on social media at Serious Rap Shit. Um, you're, it's Serious Rap Shit on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you're, you are John underscore Liberator on Instagram and Twitter. Uh-huh. I am JL underscore CCM on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Get, get us there with any new shit. You can follow us and keep up to date on all new type of shit we're working on. We have so much shit in, like, we have so much shit in store for you guys. We've been working on a lot of stuff. Um, we're really excited to share with you guys. Um, and uh, so keep up to date with us there. Uh, you can check out our Vivo channel, Serious Rap Shit Vivo on YouTube. Um, that's where you can find all our videos. We have so much exclusive stuff up there, like, literally, like, hour-long video just exclusive shit so there's tons of stuff at there we have over a million views we want to thank everybody for that um and you can definitely can find more shit there for us find seriousrapshit.com all the merchandise um besides that we'll be back again soon peace peace me and my friend take this rap shit to you